Welcome everyone to another episode of Manufacture a Group. This week, the theme is vocal expression. So I'm bringing you the Disney princess that I promised last week, but we went a little too hip hop. So here we go. Welcome to Manufacturing the Group. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Danny. And as always, we are doing our what is episode it? Six. Episode six. Sorry, yeah, I was I had a moment good. there. I was I keep thinking we're at seven, but we're not. It's episode six. Huh. Yeah. Anyways, so we are on our episode six of Girlicious or Pushcat Dolls Presents Girlicious. Yeah. So as she already kind of explained, this week's theme is all about vocal expression. Mm-hmm. So the girls have to kind of learn to use their voice to convey what they want out of songs. Emotions, if you will. Emotion, exactly. Emotions. Which will come up a lot. And again, that's another song that got stuck in my head for a while after this episode. <laughs> Damn that Beyonce. Ugh, uh, always getting stuck in your head. Now, Bee Gees, man. It's the Bee Gees. I know the Bee Gees originally, oh, yeah. but the one they're doing is the Destiny's the Beyonce, Child. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like always, we recap our episode of last week's girls talking about, you know, who went home, yada, yada, yada. So not so much about Eliza, but definitely a lot about Jamie. Natalie definitely drops the bomb on this for sure. Uh, um, You know, being pretty is a talent and not everyone is born beautiful. That's a fact. Jamie was my biggest competition and I'm glad she went home. People are drawn to beauty. That's what she says, the exact line. Yeah, people are drawn to beauty, and beauty is a talent. Like, being pretty is not a talent. I know, like, doing the makeup and doing Mm -hmm. hair can be a talent, but being pretty, you still, I know it sounds funny, but you still have to have some kind of genuine, like, kind of prettiness or, like, Mm -hmm. inside you prettiness or something that will shine out with makeup and all that, but still. Mm -hmm. There was a little bit that was mentioned about Elisa eliminating. Jenna just mentioned, like, oh, she's just way too different, so that's why she left, which was kind of the narrative they gave us anyway. Yeah, they kept giving us the whole season so far that she's just too different. Mm-hmm. And this is <sighs> this is where the fat shaming, right after Natalie talks about how how damn pretty she is and everything, um, yeah. the next thing is talking about Jenna and they show her eating because God forbid if you have a little bit of anything on your body, you are a fat pig and we must show you eating to show you how fat we think you are. Again, yeah, eating we don't all think the, that <laughs> all the junk food and stuff and know what you know what in my 20s or sorry she was like 19 20 i'm sorry we all yeah. still had metabolisms that were ridiculous so yes we could eat chocolate at some point in the night and it wouldn't matter exactly. our metabolisms could handle it back then and yeah. they probably just happened to catch those scenes when she was doing it and like who cares if the girl wants to enjoy a sweet after like 12 hours of rehearsal let her and do it, it. And how do you not know that other people weren't eating there with her? Because it's always just showing her. But yep. again, if we're remembering that the uh, production team is the same team behind Top Model and a little bit of that type of editing to tell the story comes out. So this is the story we're being presented, of course. <laughs> and like always, Skinny was better back in the day. Not so much anymore. We're all uh, getting ready for all bodies now. So mm-hmm. Was not right, but it was. It, it was it's not right, right but, but it's okay. It, ha- it happened. <laughs> it happened, and we are past it now. Um, hopefully, we don't end up back there because the low-rise jeans are starting to come back that some people are trying to bring back. But here's the problem: everyone is still stuck in lockdowns, and no one, even if low-rise jeans come back, it's only going to be on the young children because everyone has a little bit of you know beer bellies or some junk food bellies from some two years of lockdown. Tops, muffin tops, nothing right. wrong with that. No. See, here's the thing. Low rise are coming back, but not really because it's still the high rise mom jeans are still around and they're not going away for a bit, I don't think. 
I think it might be interesting down the line eventually all fits and heights of pants should be back i remember like going into like a blue nose back in the day and they had low rise mid rise high rise skinny leg you know flare leg so hopefully at some point all things were like okay what what rise do you want and what leg do you want fashion doesn't go that way you know that anyways boom (laughs) so back on to unfortunately this fat topic so she Mm -hmm. jenna does even say she's like oh i need to get into shape and then (laughs) tiffany's on the side and she's like jenna's not on a diet i see her eating non-healthy food all the time and it's like jenna tiffany come on but remember she's also our uh, narrator this season so a snarky little comment coming from the narrator is just that snarky comment and i definitely think at this point tiffany's probably i'd like to think has changed since then Right. I'd like to think. Mm-hmm. This is also, this is like tw- 2007 12 years, or eight. 2008, I believe it was. So this was like yeah. 12, 13 years ago. The girls should have changed by, the, by now. Oh, yeah. Some uh, for the better, some for, some for the maybe worst. not so much. Who knows? Mm-hmm. However, we have now um, the video with the girls from the Pussycat Dolls, as we always do. So they go into the d- diva, uh, or sorry, how vocal expression and how you, you know, um, can you sing? Are you ready to shine? Robin's waiting for you in the studio. So oh. Robin basically says that vocal expression is like being a diva, which I don't really agree with per se. Uh, no, not necessarily. Cause I mean, some people have really good, it, I don't think you have to belt to be emotional. Right. Yeah. Like that's what the one thing that, cause even later on, they talk about how like Natalie was at her diva moment and they're like, don't be the bad diva, be a good diva. A good and I'm diva. like, but vocal expression doesn't have to be diva. Like, no, but I said we get we get into more of Natalie's t boss and I'm here for it this episode, right? Oh, so yeah. then Rowan tells them that they are no longer being judged in their groups; they are nope. being judged every girl for themselves. It is now the the rat race. It doesn't matter if your group's safe; you could be gone. You could be gone. So we divide up. Um. So basically, they're kind of doing like a little mix. So the first girls do uh, are doing emotions by Destiny's Child. Then the next girls are doing What a Feeling, but then the other four girls will join them to finish out the song. Exactly. So it's kind of like a little melody mixture up together. And the one song that they're doing, um, What a Feeling, is one of my pet songs because essentially it came out in 83. Same yeah. year I was born. So, um, oh, I, I get a little uh, I get a little tippy later, but we'll get to that point. <laughs> so we have Nicole, Natalie, Charlie and Jenna are the mm-hmm. ones who sing emotions. And then Tiffany, Carrie and Christina are yeah. what a feeling. That's correct. And then to show what vocal expression is, um, Ken comes in. And as we all know, he's an opera singer. So he sings an emotional Op- I believe it's an opera kind song. Kind of like an aria speech. or something. Aria just... of some kind of just beautiful song to sh- yeah. demonstrate I how... think it was in Latin too. So probably was exactly that... like Latin, beautiful operatic like, stuff. Basically to kind of show that even though you might not know the words, if your vocal expression is there, you can still incite relate to people and incite the emotions. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So Charlie gets all, you know, oh, I'm spiritual, close to me, close to home. I miss my family. Daddy. Unfortunately, she tells that her daddy passed away when she was on a college trip. She was the only one that I guess wasn't there at the hospital. Mm-hmm. So she's that's been stirring up a lot of emotions. I guess it's still kind of a fresh wound for her. So mm-hmm. it's just been it's been stirring up a lot, especially I guess while being away on this trip as well or this experience. And of course, probably the schedules they hold, they probably don't get as much sleep as they would like to. So they're probably running on a lot of empty energy. So I mean, at first I was like, oh, I mean, it's a great, but I don't know if it's that much to show tears. But then in hindsight, thinking, well, if I was like half asleep, barely eating, and then hearing this beautiful voice in front of me, I'd probably be crying too. 
Exactly. So Robin basically tells him that like she wants people to feel the way that they did while listening to Ken listening. That was kind of mm-hmm. her analogy, I guess, she gave to them. Yeah. Um, so then during the practices, Ken decides to give Christina the opening of What a Feeling. Um, which is my pet ha- song. Yeah. Which she has a voice, but if she doesn't start it right, it can ruin the whole song. So eh, she didn't. She's had some struggles with it, but mm-hmm. we're still going to practice and see how it goes. Oh, no. Just got some more Tiffany because Tiffany, and, if I'm not mistaken, Tiffany and Christina are in the same group, right? Let me double check here. Yes. All right. There. Perfect. Yeah. So um, in that regards, um, Tiffany's kind of being our narrator this season and then like Christina's trying to belt it, but she's just is not singing anything because she doesn't know her words. And you can tell because he kind of harps on her. It's like, come on, I'm giving you the opening. Come on. Yeah, she had no idea. She had no idea her words whatsoever. It was terrible. Oh my gosh, and, that made me so frustrated. And being my pet song, that was like unforgivable for me. How dare you not know Flashdance? So yes, uh, Charlie actually hasn't gotten much criticism up until this point. Um, and she's actually having a hard time in practicing, uh, except feeling the pressure. She's just overall feeling everything coming down on her at this moment in the competition. Damn it, Charlie, your foot goes here. Yeah. <laughs> So you're a better like, dancer than this, Charlie. That was, I think, Robin. Like you've right? never danced before. You're in a funk today. Mm-hmm. Um, so she couldn't like get her leg on the spot, or she just couldn't whatever. She was she was just a hot mess. And then um, also, Ken says that <coughs> whoever shows the best progress and growth will actually get a full hour session with him as a reward. So all the girls are kind of trying to want to prove themselves. Mm-hmm. So more practices so natalie wants to prove herself this yeah. week um needs to find a way to make her stronger wants more mm-hmm. powerful vocals she has a little tiff with ken regarding a oh. certain line that she wants versus yeah. the line that he wants to give her oh yes a little tiff let's call it little, that little tiff that was the best thing i could use for it i didn't want to call it a fight yeah. but i was like it's a tiff it was a tiff um do you think that this was like um, because they talk about you don't want to be a diva in the wrong way. So do you think that like production is like, hey, hey, Natalie, we already have you in the group. Do you mind kind of following the storyline and have a little beef with Ken? Or do you think it's some genuine emotion? I don't know. Because t- uh, Natalie knows good TV, though, from what we've seen so far this whole season. She's one of the narrators. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll never know. But I mean, it just makes you wonder, like, is it? for entertainment purposes or are these real emotions um, right because like when she's going in and she like the later part when she's trying to talk to him later and explain herself yeah. she's like and she's all about like the energy i don't like the negative energy like yeah and i'm just she's just like i'm like how do you have the audacity to have someone in the professional industry and talk to them like that in general as well yeah like i just feel like you should be grateful to learn from this person and not be like well you're mm-hmm. being me like you're you're raising your tone can you lower yeah. your tone with me like yeah. I just feel like I wouldn't although I, say, I can understand I, although a like, 19 year old who doesn't know much as well so yeah I mean I can understand wanting to get away from like a situation a moment to escalate. Yes. Um, so I mean I think they overdid that where she was I think she maybe should have been communicating okay I need a moment here instead of just storming off but what she says is why are you having such a bad attitude with me Kenny I'm feeling negative and he's like oh. I don't have a bad attitude I have a professional attitude and then she oh, walks yeah. out so ah. it's that yeah yes you kind of dug your hole there natalie right so of course she walks out back into the practice room so the other girls are just kind of like mm-hmm. what's going on what like what happened so she's saying like yeah. you know she's telling the other girls like yeah the you know, one thing I, that i, will I didn't say, feel I, proved, I was cool 
I, the one thing I, for, I forgot to mention here is all she's trying to do is she's trying to advocate for the alto part. And I've been saying this throughout the whole season, our, our beautiful, sexy alto singer. So mm-hmm. I can understand her side. Like she's just advocating, like, I know what my voice tone is. You know what my voice tone is. Why don't we put us down here where we know where I'm good? So I understand yes. her side. Um, Kenny probably, or not Kenny, sorry. Ken must have, might, might have to say, well, based on like what the show wants, this is the part you want. So I understand both sides as well. But I mean, I am not, I'm not mad at her for trying to advocate for herself, but maybe just in a her more approach- constructive way. Approach could have been a little yeah. bit because he's like you didn't even hear the part that I wanted to give you. She yeah. just wanted her part, like, and she could have been like, okay, okay, what's the yeah. part that you want to give me exactly. first before making her crazy, you know, dramatics. <laughs> Tiffany, Tiffany's oh. like understands and appreciates Ken's and his experience. She's like, I'm grateful yeah. for it. It being able to sing in front of him is a privilege. Beyonce doesn't walk, walk out, out of his sessions. Chris, Chris Brown, Brown don't, don't walk, walk out of his sessions. sessions. Who do you think you are? Although Chris Brown now he can walk out of his sessions. But it's just so funny that she's like oh. Beyonce don't Chris Brown yeah. don't who do you think you are I love Tiffany is our one of our, our other narrator this season and I love her so she much is, she's so funny oh. like I know she's yeah. drama but she's so funny still well here's the thing at least when she brings a drama it's not like she's coming from a mean place like oh you're gonna bring it fine I'll bring it right back I find this yeah. funny you know like at that kind of energy is almost like drama for like the reality tv sake and not drama for like causing assholery but yeah, yeah. Tiffany we love you Mwah. So good. So Ken goes and tells the other ladies, obviously, like, this is not something that you do. The most unprofessional, disrespectful thing an artist can do is basically have a temper tantrum or an ego and walk mm-hmm. out. Oh, yeah. Um, so he goes in, obviously, after Natalie. Well, she, the girls are kind of like, well, you should go back in there. And she's yeah. like, but what if he tells me to leave? And yeah. but he ends up coming out yeah. to talk to her, I guess. And then she's like, can you take your tone down with me? I'm not a child. And he's like, you are a child. You will not make it in this industry when you walk out on me. Like, Mm -hmm. I never want to see you again. Like, if you walk out on me and like, you need to go and apologize to your group. Because this is not only disrespectful to me, but it's disrespectful to your group. You cut into their practice time. Right? The the one thing I will say, and maybe this is like a whole like discussion on another thing. Again, you know, the way she delivers it is probably not the best. But I can understand you know, Natalie want to stand up for herself and maybe being a little more kind of get direct. Like, I understand that type of energy, especially back then. Cause remember like you almost girls had to be sweet. And if you were like anything remotely not sweet, you were automatically a bitch. Bitch. Yeah, exactly. So I, I do have to give her a lot of props, even for back then for standing up. It's just the way she expressed herself the whole time is kind of what was not the right thing to do, but props to you for standing up for yourself, girl. And it's funny that uh, Carrie and Carrie and Tiffany are kind of in the background when Ken's there, and they're just yeah. kind of like giggling and laughing and whatever. Oh, <laughs> you know, like, they're in the background, and that aren't they in that circle thing too, watching it? Like my I, favorite yeah, thing in that kitchen. Something. Yeah. And then he says it's about diva, and that's not the yeah. diva that walks out. Like not that kind no. of diva, not the one. That Do walks your out homework. On folks. Be a good diva, not one who walks out on folks. <laughs> right. Exactly. So mm-hmm. then they are told that they are going to be recording their first girlicious track leave you alone and oh God, so they and go that into one's the recording gonna get stu- in your head for the next two yes. episodes and they go to the recording studio with why don't you leave me alone yeah that you're gonna hear that a lot yeah so they're in the studio with obviously ron fair geffen records and don corleone which is funny because i was listening to keisha's keisha content or 
Keisha Cole and Sean mm-hmm. Paul. And then it's like, Keisha, Don, Sean Paul, and Don Corleone. And, was, and then all of a sudden, this is his. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. Isn't again. that like, the name of, like, one of the characters in, like, The Godfather or something? Or The good Possibly. I, I'm not sure. I know it, it probably sounds like, I yeah. think the last name might sound like it. But oh, okay. he's he's a producer of some There's sort. There's probably people yelling at us who know these mobster movies and are like, you idiots! Of course it is! <laughs> right. Of course. But we don't, unfortunately. I've never... No. I'm gonna say this never seen the godfathers ever i'm sorry i have seen scarface but i've never seen the godfathers i have sorry, not guys. seen any of them but i know all the references that pop culture has told me about like the horse head and the the bed same and- here yeah same here and the, the this on the day of my daughter's wedding and yes. these kind of things yes uh, yeah and hello the good fella good feathers on animaniacs hello Right. They taught us everything we needed. So yeah. and then also while in the studio, they get a visit from Nicole Scherzinger. Um, mm-hmm. She kind of gives them advice on vocal expression, yeah. um, saying that basically the studio is a great place to try new things out. It's kind mm-hmm. of just you there. Um, so if you want to try something new, like that's the best yeah. place to do it before, say, trying to do it on stage or anything like that. So and when going into this particular challenge, Natalie's like, I feel vulnerable because I walked out on Ken. So are they going to I want to win this so that I can stay because the winner of this challenge is the one to stay safe yes yes yeah as so. always come on challenge winners are always safe <laughs> well after a certain point i think don't they stop it like once they get closer i think maybe seven no seven's recap maybe eight uh who knows yeah but, but eventually at some point the the, the safe stops <laughs> exactly the safe stops so they ask if anyone has a burning desire to go first and jenna and christina like both raise their hands at the same time but mm-hmm. jenna robin's like nope jenna did it just that every little bit first so jenna is like i want to set the bar as you know she says and you know i want to kill it and then i found it was really funny i want i I put this note today when they were recording and she's like yeah that sounds way bomber bomber i was like what way bomber what we had terrible slang back in that those days Uh, guys i'm sorry it's so funny my original note said i'm not a fan of this song but between watching this episode a couple times and then the one where they're shooting the music video it grew on me yeah, it, uh, you're just ever, or after a while, you're like <laughs> it's annoying, and then it's like in How I Met Your Mother, where it gets annoying, and then you hate it, and then you like it again, but then yeah. you hate it again, it comes back around. <laughs> oh, yeah, keep tripping, and I'm sticking out that, that, that I don't know the words, but you better leave me, leave me alone. alone. That's all you remember. <laughs> I know, it's all I remember. Yeah, something about leave me alone. Yeah. Love. so <laughs> next they show natalie she's extremely nervous and she wants to be on her a game and mm-hmm. she ends up actually kicking ass they call her the silent killer Kill- or the assassin or whatever yeah. it was and surprise th- attack that's what it was and i think it's because she also has had experience recording in the studio before so her strength is more within the and i think they, i don't know if they mentioned this judging but her strength is more within the studio, studio than, than live. live ron so mentions she- it there i think actually yeah. at the studio like your voice sounds different on the track versus yeah in the studio he actually does it when they do he she was because she was the honorable mention yeah. for the for the winner. So that's yeah. when he says it. Uh Christina, sing more soulfully yeah. and not so blank. I do like that Tiffany didn't try too hard because she can I, overdo oh, it. Yeah. Exactly. When you say bulk expression, and a lot of times people we've mentioned this before, like that uh, trying to think that pushing out more is more of showing emotion, mm-hmm. but she kind of toned it down. And then I love Nick, I love Tiffany's version. Um, yeah. so no, just yeah. saying that I, I like that Tiffany didn't try too hard this time. Yeah. And they said that she sounded like a record voice, like her voice sounded good mm-hmm. on the record. Um, Charlie, yeah. first time in a studio because she'd also had a tough yeah. week. She also was kind of feeling like really flustered. She's having troubles kind of recording. She didn't, she'd mm-hmm. never been there. So she didn't understand the concept. Like she was just, the whole thing like, for her was just you know, crappy. Yeah. How close you go to the mic? How far away you go from mic? So, you know, it doesn't have those nuances that some of the other girls had. 
So basically they tell them that this is a screen test to see how their tones of voice kind of sound on a record versus live because they've seen them all more live. Uh, the winner ends up being Tiffany. Um, she had her <laughs> ad libs and great tone. And then again, Natalie, honorable mention because she was a surprise attack and she has a different mm-hmm. voice than she does live. And, and then, then after this, this is the Charlie more phone. drama. More drama. So Charlie, again, as we've been saying all episode, has been so frustrated, frustrated. She really, really, really just wants to call home. And at this point, like, you talk know, all about the other her girls, dad. Yeah. Right. All the other girls want to call home as well. So Jenna's kind of on the phone and sort of like, mm-hmm. I think she's talking to her. Dating I mean, she's talking to her boyfriend, but like, it doesn't matter who she's really talking to. Everyone should have the same amount of time on the phone. So same amount of time on the phone. Like, yeah. We understand you're going through something a little more, but you don't yeah. necessarily need to get that much more time. So mm-hmm. they say that she can be protective over the phone. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's prep. She says the pressure is getting to her. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Being in con- then, she wants to always be in contact with her mom. That was what exactly, she said. and not to mention that like produ- like it keeps coming up, but like the dad thing comes back around. So she mentions it once, and they'll just keep bringing it back, and then she starts crying again. So yeah. it's still fresh wound, but I think she's being a little slightly bratty when it comes to the phone thing at this point. Because I think was it previous episodes or future episodes where it comes up again? I can't. No, remember, I think it was a previous is- ep- It was a previous so episode. We know that Charlie's been having some issues with like I need to be on the phone. I need to call the phone. My phone time is more important than anybody else's. So yeah, at this point, we're getting into bitch eating crackers territory where these people right. are getting sick of it. So Ken calls the girls in for who wins the uh, one hour vocal session. <clears throat> Uh, and then he realizes, like, Charlie, you know, something's been bugging you and I can feel your, like, emotional burnout. So he ended up giving the session to her. As I said, because of Charlie's Debbie Downer attitude, she wins the vocal long session. <laughs> you know that feline AIDS is the number one killer of domestic cats? <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Ken being the nice guy that he is and everything. So he realizes God is an important part of his life. So mm-hmm. she tries to get her to sing some like spirituals and tries to use that to kind of help her mm-hmm. get through and process her emotions, as we say a lot in yeah. this episode. So she even says like that uh, Ken was ministering to her. So um, both of them seem to be happy with that. That's good for them. Right. They just kind of they kind of feel that yeah. thing. So and like if that's what helps you through your day. Good for you. Exactly. Um, so then next day in practice, all the girls come together to try the end of the what of the feeling and yeah. Christina just flops, flails for uh, just bombs her words. Here, I'm going to do this. So Christina did not know the song at all. And maybe because I was born in 1983 and then I know that song inside and out. I am so glad that Robin called her out on that shit. She was not impressed at all that she didn't like, she's mm-hmm. like, you didn't even know the words. And she's like, by this point, you should mm-hmm. be working every second on this. Yeah. There is no excuse. And Mickey calls it unprofessional and awful. Mm-hmm. Charlie, I had the note that Natalie says, Charlie, you open your mouth a lot. Maybe it's time for her to go home <laughs> when she's performing, when they're doing the practice till yeah. like 1230 in the morning after yeah. Robin tells them they should be working every second on this. Yeah. So she's like, you open your mouth a lot when you're performing. <laughs> I was like, Okay. Again, right. you're 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 getting to that point of the time where we're starting to get a lot of we call it bitch eating crackers. Uh, and she yeah, she was mentality. just like, I don't care. She's like, I don't have time for this right now. Yeah, like I don't care if my mouth is open right now. We've got other shit yeah. to come. Like I'll deal with that later. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then look Jenna, at that bitch eating crackers. How dare she? Jenna. Oh, Jenna plays into this uh, bo- her resting board resting face. board face. Mm-hmm. 
or the lazy mentality or whatever that they've been saying or lazy portrayal that they've been putting yeah, on the, her. Yeah, uh, the storyline they're presenting us of Jenna all season. Oh, she's so lazy. She's just lazy. And, lazy. and so lazy. So she says, I don't need to practice my part. I'm going to bed and need to be rested for tomorrow and kill it. No offense. So basically, she cuts smart. out on practice. And I agree. But at the same time, like, mm-hmm. you should all kind of collectively come be like, guys, like, it is one yeah. o'clock in the morning. We do need to practice. Like, I know we've practiced yeah. all night, but maybe we can go to bed, get rest, and try and practice early again tomorrow. Exactly. But maybe, you know, they don't mm-hmm. show those if they actually have those decent conversations. No. So soundtrack so- the next day goes <laughs> horrible. Like, it's just, it's so rough. Christina got booted. Booted. Robin suggests that Carrie take it instead. And I'm I, I'm thinking real life carries around my age. So at least she's also feeling the same thing that I feel. Because, like, I would have been 25 in 2008. So. Yeah. We're about the same age. So maybe she's feeling that 1983 energy, but she rocks it. Yeah. And I'm glad so, she took it like that. Like, it was yeah. Christina good. was upset she lost the opening. And Ken is also kind of upset that she mm-hmm. let Couldn't it down. put her shit together. Couldn't put her shit together and do it. Because he thought, like, she could be good if she could do mm-hmm. this. But she didn't. I mean, I again, I know we rag on Christina a lot. But the editing of this, it, it, she's the perfect foil of the way they do this editing. Yeah. and it's hollywood exactly it's per- like mm-hmm. hollywood's terrible <clears throat> so emotions nicole starts out great uh oh, charlie sure. does pull things together mm-hmm. for her performance which actually was was good yeah i said jenna tried way too hard um i think she was trying to yeah like she had she... these weird like they called her like too cool and yeah her I was swagger just like, yeah and i'm like you do look like she did her her face wasn't as resting board face but she mm-hmm. just looked kind of more lazy and not really mm-hmm. And then, of course, Natalie was pretty and then good in that one as well, too. And she put in too many, like, runs where there shouldn't have been runs or should have saved it for her special moments. She was just yeah. trying to push way too hard. Um, Nicole has such a cute Disney princess tone to her voice. I know. I like Nicole. She I love my Nicole. favorite. <laughs> so then in Flashdance, mm-hmm. Carrie starts and rocks yep. it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Christina kind of sucks, is cracky, not enough emotions. And then mm-hmm. Tiffany also rocked it. Yes, because she is fabulous. And then together the girls all come and do their ending. Love and the they're feeling. all yeah. pretty good, you know. Mm-hmm. So then we obviously get into judging because yeah. what we said, it's every girl for themselves. It's no longer mm-hmm. in groups. The one thing that annoys me is that Christina, when she was giving the other part, like she had a great performance. And clearly knew that part of the words. So was this whole her losing the solo part of the edit, or was she actually that crappy? Again, we'll never know. <laughs> maybe at maybe at that point it was an eye opener to be like, okay, I really need to learn my freaking mm-hmm. part, so I'm not. Yeah, because you know, yeah, Christina can sing well. She just needs to get out of her head and stop causing bad drama. And they're eighteen, nineteen, so what yeah. do you expect? They're still twenty. They're still young and. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I feel like 21 was finally when you start to get your head out your ass a little bit more. Sure. We'll go with 21. Ish. <laughs> 20, ish. Depends, 27, depends on, 29, yeah, depends, 47 ish. <laughs> All depends on the people, but usually. Mm-hmm. So, into judging. Jenna, you are a good singer, good tone, but you're not, not sure you're girlicious. They mm. love your swagger. Swagger. Didn't see it tonight, though, the discipline with you, because like you said, she always kind of feels kind of lazy. And, and then they have to prove week, how much you want this. I remember last week when she was ready to go home. Right. She was ready to go home. So this week yeah. they're like, you're just you're still not you still haven't proved yourself. And I'm butthurt that they sent Elisa last week when they could have sent Jenna. But that's oh, I know here. Uh, no there. Here. No, there. Or even Jamie. Jamie didn't need to go home. She still could have stayed another week. 
Well, there was only two people home, and Jamie, her performance, let's be honest, was not the best. So she did no. for a step. Well, anyways, that was last week. You'll hear that it on her last week. week. Yeah. Yeah. So Nicole sounded great. Great tone, energy, fantastic. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Charlie, you shine so bright tonight. Love listening to you. Love your performance. You had a lot of issues this week, issues this week but you pulled it out. Um, it's your night, raw material, but need to sing more precisely. Mm-hmm. Which was interesting. Uh, Natalie, I'm upset to hear about your tantrum. You're unprofessional. You 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 did diva in the wrong, wrong way. way. Um, and then she basically comes on and tries to, you know, defend herself and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And she's like, for me, it was my insecurities getting to me and I regret and apologize. Mm-hmm. And then again, they mentioned that she has better tone in the studio versus live and yep. she has very much potential. Oh, yeah. So, Tiffany, you have mm-hmm. something unique. Um, mm-hmm. Only problem was the drama seeps in. Uh, it's OK as long as vocals match. Yeah. So kind of what we've been saying this whole season, like pick your moments to do the big flashy stuff and not do it the whole time um little kim was basically saying you have a beautiful tone great voice very powerful but you kind of need to hone in when to use those powerful moments so that they have more of a punch and especially if you're talking about vocal expression that's a really good a little judgment very good judgment very good judgment Mm -hmm. um carrie never disappoint with your vocals um not sure what to do with you though this is where they're going to start putting in her narrative of will she fit in a group should she is be she a group, group? So is she already seen that click yeah, in there is she too much for the group is she just a solo artist type thing like again with the jenner narrative as well yeah um christina we mm-hmm. changed your parts so many bump bits so oh. oh yeah i know like the little whoop yeah, know, like, yeah that was at the beginning of the oh yeah the so poof, many bump bits. the poof era <laughs> well that's before like that's before snooki because that would have been 2009 i know but snooki kind of took so it to, like, it was, was still, like the height of it yeah the height of it but yeah. there was the the bumps were still before that because yeah. i remember doing them to the bar a little bit oh, yeah. and stuff but i didn't do full poofs they were just like oh, little yeah. poofs um yeah christina we changed your part you weren't as powerful as you could have been mm-hmm. and you forgot the fucking words <laughs> unbelievable mm-hmm. look talented girl fiery energy but not sure you are ready for this all i have is can't fly the plane i I I've lost the context of that. Maybe it was something said in judging, like maybe you can't be a girlicious or ah, who knows. I don't know. Uh, so then they basically come down to kind of the judgments and stuff. So Jenna's too low energy, but she can really sing. Christina not got ready for this. Mm-hmm. Freak out too much. Carrie has an undeniable, yeah. undeniable talent. Um, Tiffany mm-hmm. is like the Jennifer Hudson of the show. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I liked that comment. Yeah, um, I was like. She's good, but is she Jennifer Hudson? Right? I don't know about that, know. but I understand because she can kind of blend <laughs> no, she... in like in the dream girls, but yeah. she can stand out on her own type thing, I think is. Oh, okay. That I think maybe sense. that's kind yeah. of what they, they've got with her. Men. Yeah. So okay. Tiffany, Carrie, Charlie, Natalie, and Nicole are all safe, which means Jenna, Girlicious is all about energy and fire, and you bring swagger and cool, which is cool, but it is not right. But is it right? <laughs> Apparently not girlicious. Yes. So, Christina, you showed us all it takes, but haven't shown us week to week. You're not consistent. At the same time. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. But, Jenna, you are not girlicious. And then she says, I will miss Natalie and Christina the most. And hang up your boa. Yeah. Hang up your boa. It's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that week's episode, episode six. six. Now. Should we do the recap at this one or should we do it at the end no, of let's do this we'll do, one. What, our post show? Yeah. Oh, our John Do special. Hold on. We got our post show. Um, oh, so right. Jenna uh, in 2011 mm-hmm. signed a record deals for Black Ground Records. Um, she has a song mm-hmm. such as Mind Funk and Falling to Pieces featuring rapper mm-hmm. Two Chains. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then I actually found her on Instagram. So her and her husband now do just kind of editorial yeah. f- photography and stuff nice. like that. And I think she's married with a kid. Oh. Nice. Yeah. The one thing I thought was funny that we found while I was looking is she and uh, no judgment here. We are so stoner friendly. It's hilarious. But she was uh, caught with uh, marijuana in Florida. And I'm like, that's not even, not a, even crime. a crime. It's marijuana, <laughs> sweetie. We don't. And maybe that's maybe that's where her swagger and cool comes right? from. Hey, Jenna. Yeah. Join us. We are all good <laughs> with it. Our show. You know. Oh yeah. We love our we, we love yeah. our cannabis too. <laughs> all right. So I guess on yeah. that note, that is episode six, mm-hmm. vocal expression. Mm-hmm. And you, so next week, I guess is actually we could probably just do it now. Yeah. Well, let's tack, tack it on, it on here because it's not a very, not a very long, long, one. long one, and it's always yeah. a recap episode. So. Yeah. So most of the stuff is stuff we already right, know. Right, because you already go through all the stuff. And really all the recap episodes mm-hmm. do is just basically tell you what's happened so far throughout the episode and mm-hmm. what happens with the girls. Yeah. So, oh, I guess that... Or, or like never before seen never content. Be- yes, what never before seen content. Which apparently when I watched mm-hmm. this episode, I didn't do any notes for. So That's okay. I, I got a few. It's nothing too too yeah. bad and there's a few things i could bring up here that you'll probably remember because a lot of it's stuff we already seen just extra on top yeah of so it. there's according to wikipedia there is the girl's hidden talents mm-hmm. a pole des- pole dancing lesson which alexis refuses to attend a few days before her elimination oh, yeah. um oh yeah carrie jenna liza and christina getting cozy with a few of the male dancers the judges bloopers natalie's mm-hmm. breakdown after her argument with ken Oh, yeah. the girls receiving the makeup, like, freaking craziness. Oh, my gosh. I have a feeling the reason – I have a theory about why that was cut. What? Oh. We don't ever see product. what brand of the makeup yeah. is. I know it's purple packaging. Um, you sometimes see the girls playing with the makeup, but they never show up or, like, they blur the the thing. So I'm wondering if there was a sponsorship because of their connection with ANTM yeah. that maybe before the show aired, they're like, eh, no, we're out. Yeah. So that's my uh, my background theory. And then we have that, that would actually kind of make sense actually, because usually if it's not under product, like if it's not product placement, they usually block it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, they also show um, Tiffany trying. Oh, Tiffany was trying to take it all actually. So she's like, "No, it's all mine. Yeah, it's all was. mine. It's all mine." <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. Carrie getting sick during the oh poor girl during the male dance t- uh, challenge. She was apparently oh yeah she was actually throwing, throwing up. up. Poor girls actually like throwing right up. before the competition and then so in the yeah. judging they're actually like Carrie get off the dance floor now you can go and throw up and she's like thank you. Yeah. Um, so I have a note here, but specifically that one. So uh, essentially, Carrie is nauseous during the dance challenge, and I cannot imagine dancing after throwing up. Um, this is kind of a gross story and I don't care. We're all friends here. Let's be honest. So I remember um, back in my last year of competition, it was with my, um, uh, you know, the black and white costume I had, you know, uh, whole world, that yeah. dance. Okay. So around that time in the year end recital, I had a really bad stomach bug and diarrhea and I diarrheaed all over that costume and mom had to fix it. And I still had to dance with my upset stomach. So I I know the pain that Carrie's feeling. I didn't necessarily throw up, but it was out the other hand, so I can imagine how uncomfortable she would have been that whole time. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then there was also Nicole singing while Natalie was being comforted after her grandmother died, and the other girls thought it was so disrespectful. Because she's just oh, there, like trying God to do her part. She's practicing. Right. Like, I understand your grandma yeah. dies, and it is terrible, but mm-hmm. we are still in a competition mm-hmm. right now, and I'm doing yeah. my part to practice, and I'm sorry. Yeah. So f- some fun little tidbits that came up. Um, again, my important question from episode one, 
why don't we have cherry tattoos near our hoo-ha? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to like I that just... to the lesbian girl. And it's like, come on. Not all lesbians uh-huh. like all women. We've learned this now, yeah. guys. Again, 2007, 2008 energy. Yeah. It's, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago, but it also feels like it was forever ago. So go humanity. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, there's um, also a fun. Carrie. Oh, sorry. There was a fun oh. little tidbit that I got here. It says in the episode, the editors yeah. erroneously left in a scene with Ken Hicks and the five remaining girls singing Leave You Alone, which allowed some keen eyed fans to determine that Carrie would be eliminated in the following episode. Yes. Which, spoiler alert. Right. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah. But speaking of Carrie, we already mentioned they that they're scene. setting up her narrative for the next episode anyways. Oh, exactly. And I mean, we said it before, you know, who's on the cover of the Girlicious album, right? It was all over the you place. You know who the final so four are. Like... So it's not like we're spoiling too much. And if we are spoiling it for you, uh, it was also back in 2008. So you had enough time. To statue of limitations is up. You got at least a decade for your statue <laughs> yeah. of limitations. Pass that. Spoilers away. Oh, hell yeah. So they also mentioned like Nicole shows that she's double jointed. Uh, Carrie can walk on point, which I respect because that is some crazy hard shit. Um, I forgot how overconfident Charlotte was in that first episode. She she didn't even make the house, yeah. but do you remember she was being so overconfident? So confident. And and then of course they go back to the whole. Um, they told me to pack shoes, boots for Natalie, not boots for Charlotte. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The blood boots line. for Natalie, not for boots for whoever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they brought that one back again. Um, and again, I still miss Natalie's curls. They were so pretty. Um, and then when they were uh, throwing back to um, Jenna, they said it was a ruptured cyst. So I'm wondering if it's like a PCOS. I did also kind of think the same thing because if, mm-hmm. if she has also had a health issues always and if she's, yeah. you know, just the fact, I thought yeah. the same thing too that I was like, is that a PCOS cyst that might have ruptured? Because if, mm-hmm. if she's had sugar issues, it would make a lot of sense. Because what uh, I've kind of learned is a whole insulin, sugar, a lot of thing a lot of times. Yeah. So. Not trying to diagnose, just explaining from our experiences. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, the line again came in. What else do you do when you see someone and sync? You jump and scream. Right. <laughs> I, again, I love JC Shazay, so I also would have been like, oh, yeah. my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, my favorite NSYNC. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And especially, like, it wasn't too long after they had, like, they were still famous. Oh, yeah. And then a lot of that's still showing, like, Tiffany's still a fun narrator. Um, they show the girls who are from Cali like to go sun tanning on the roof. Uh, Tiffany is over dramatic, but I'm so glad she's self aware. She's she even says, "You're gonna love me, or you're gonna hate me," yeah. and I love her for that. Then we get the free makeup, the tape, typical A and T M trope. Glad it was relocated to the special, running like running to it, and then Tiffany's like, "I'm grabbing all this," like we said before. Yeah. Um, and then I mentioned like, I'm trying to think. Purple is that Urban Decay, Tarte, CoverGirl. I'm not sure. I'm trying to think of the brands back yeah. then. Um, so if anyone who's a makeup aficionado and knows what was used in that beautiful lavender packaging back in 2007 and 8, please let us know. The bomb nest net? I don't remember Is that, that. what you're mentioning? The bomb nest? Bomb nest net? No. She just said that was a bomber. That was so bomber. Oh, bomber. Okay. No problem. Um, the one thing they didn't show um, was that Robin actually came in to comfort Natalie when she found out the grandmother passed. Yeah. So that wasn't shown in the first episode. So it was nice to at least see that because... Let's be honest, once women become of a certain age and they start taking care of certain lines, um, back then, a lot of the times, your face showed very little expression. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to be called a robot. Botox. So it was kind of nice yeah. to see that. Yeah, exactly. Um, they do the whole boys thing. And um, 
I was laughing in my head because I'm like, you know, they wanted to try and recreate the you had sex from cycle two of top model because, you know, the Shandy thing where she ended up sleeping with the guy and caused some drama. So I feel like with the bringing the boys in trope is trying to create more drama. I mean, it did to an extent. They always like to do it because it always it always brings the drama and the extra Mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. know, sexual tension and stuff like that because, you know, they're teenage kids and they haven't. Yeah you know been around people of the opposite sex in a while joe and christina k-i-s-s-i-n-g apparently they were all over each other and that kind of also now brings an extra layer remember the last episode so was it last episode the dancing one yes so like this last episode when you know charlie had her whole like oh i was classy and and christina was basically having sex up on the dance floor so the fact that they were also probably kissing before probably helped feed into that narrative for that one so and then of course that's when that whole drama the infamous i love drama it's fun to me um oh and then charlie's all like oh no you popping your pelvis blah 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 it's like oh charlie take it down a notch and then jamie this is the line i thought was in the last episode but it wasn't was in this one she's like i didn't want to be involved but i knew i needed to have front row seats in that kitchen so jamie's all of us right i know they're (laughs) exactly and then that beautiful circle wall thing we talk about oh beautiful and then it shows kind of um carrie and christina being catty about the emotion group fucking up which was kind of funny so i guess during the practice the other group was fucking up and carrie and christina got a little catty about it because again this is our behind the scenes never before seen stuff um tiffany doing her nicole i'm so fine thing was hilarious i guess they must have been something apparently there was a life coach at some point <laughs> and they had some untucked like i call it untucked seasons if you're a fan of drag race between tiffany and natalie behind the scenes you know let's take it out to the streets catch it had like, almost a like, catch me outside how about that vibe from it from the two best narrators of the season yeah. but that's kind of where it leaves it so most of it's stuff we've already seen but it was just kind of fun to revisit some of them and see some extra points. From right. Them. And they just want to show everything in the recap as close to the end of the season as they can. Just to give you. And it gives them an extra episode. Because back then you didn't have these episodes in a marathon. You had to watch them every week. So by the mm-hmm. time you were already eight episodes <clears throat> in, you were like, what happened again? Yeah. So oh. they always got to do those recaps. That your millennial moment for next week? Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe. <laughs> yeah well no because like sex in the city and like stuff like that are yellow are like yellowstone still have weekly releases so it's not entirely uncommon but it's at the point where you don't necessarily need to do the recap anymore because you can at least go like especially with streaming services you can go back and watch those few episodes all in a row watching a recap but i'm not gonna lie when they did those recaps on top model it always pissed me off because it's usually always right before the last episode either right before or right after. no it was usually right before or right after they go abroad on top oh, okay because it's also like right before the last episode too usually one or two before the last episode sometimes yeah sometimes yeah um but i find most of them to do it in the middle because they're like who's gonna take off in europe you know no but at the same time they do the recap because then oh. they're like oh and it comes down to just these three girls you know and that's oh, I find- but they sometimes they only do that in the first 10 minutes it's not a whole episode a lot of the actual episodes at least when i'm remembering of top model when there are recaps we're right before they go to the international oh, destination. It's been a while since I've watched them. I'll have to go back and That's CBS. Okay. I'll have to go and get it or Paramount Plus. I no, guess it's, now. No, it's not on Paramount Plus. I have no. Paramount Plus right now because I was watching South Park. ANTM's not on there anymore. But it was on so CBS no All Access. I know. That's how I watched a lot of it too. Damn um, you, streaming services! 
<laughs> Damn you, work out your contracts. Right. Um, well, one thing I would recommend, um, if you want to revisit it and if you kind of remember the gist of the seasons, the Oliver Twixt interviews with the, the contestants now are really eye-opening. Mm -hmm. And I find a lot of that stuff that they say I've been bringing to this chat, um, to our little podcast here, because it is about the editing. And it's kind of funny to hear how they were treated back then. And that kind of gives us a perspective that I wouldn't be surprised if it happened similar on this show, too, because they were both by the same producer. Yeah, they always are like that. So anyways, I guess on that note, that yeah. is actually the end of our episode because we did two in one. We did episode yeah. six and episode seven because six and recaps seven. are super easy. They don't need to be anything much to them. Oh, yeah. Nah. It was either going to be on this one or the next right, one. Right, exactly. So you were going to get it in a two in one anyways. <laughs> yeah, let's tap, tape it on this one here. So if you don't want to listen to it, you can stop after the episode six and then just go to the next one if you want. But they won't know that until now. Ha ha ha. Anyways. Ha ha ha. We made you listen. <laughs> the whole entire episode. Suckers. So... On that note, again, I'm Stephanie, my sister Danielle. Um, you can also find okay. me on Turn Up the Millennials podcast, where we also reminisce about this kind of stuff, except that we end at 2005, so technically this is not included, but it's still around that time anyway. So millennial, it's still a millennial thing. Later millennials, not our older millennial. Mm -hmm. And on that note, we will see you next week for episode, right, our episode seven, but it's going to be episode eight, eight of the show. <laughs> Um, what was the theme for episode eight again, just before we finish up here? It was Star Quality. Uh, star quality. Mm. Jinx. Jinx, yummy coke. Oh, <laughs> uh, yummy coke too. All right. On that note, we will talk to you guys later. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>